Welcome to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is Batman for NES. Batman for the NES was developed and published by Sunsoft. It was released in December of 1989 in Japan, in February of 1990 in North America, and September of 1990 in PAL territories. Not too bad there. Not all, not too huge of a spread and not too far off of the movie's release date there for countries outside of Japan. Yeah, I gotta get that bucks. Now, Sunsoft was a brand name used by the Sun Electronics Corporation. Okay. From Japan. They were founded in 1971, and they were uh, an electronics manufacturer. Mm. Uh, they started making arcade game systems in 1978, and uh, their first big hit that you probably would know of, and I definitely remember, was Kangaroo. Kangaroo? Is yeah, Kangaroo arcade? was developed by them and released by Atari. Yeah, oh. you are a mother kangaroo. It's a one-screen game. There's a baby kangaroo at the top, very similar to uh, Donkey Kong. Okay. And you got to get up there and save the kangaroo. Okay. Hmm. It was uh, part of my, the very first arcade I ever went to. The old school, dark, smoky, yeah. single room, you know, standalone arcades, not a chain. They had it there with some of the older ones, you know, the original Pac-Mans, your Galaga, yeah, yeah. Donkey Kong 1, those. Cool. Yeah. I missed that, man. I didn't see the kangaroo. Yeah, well, the Sunsoft brand itself, though, did not appear until the mid-80s, and that's when they started developing games for the Famicom. Mm. As we've mentioned before, you know, during the 80s, if you had anyone on staff, and you were a Japanese company, and you had anyone on staff that knew <laughs> how to program, you tried to make a video game yeah, or two. Crank it out, man. They're most known as a Famicom publisher um, for their games uh, such as Adam's Family. Uh, they did ports of various Sega games for the NES. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, your fantasy zones, etc. But of course, I think one of our favorites, the Blaster Master. Now, Sunsoft is, uh, you know, they really had a reputation for some good stuff, you know, on the NES anyways. Definitely. Sadly, um, you know, they went through some financial troubles during the 90s and kind of uh, sold most of their stuff to acclaim and then have dissolved mm. somewhere uh, along those lines. But there's still someone managing their IP and because the um, Blaster Master remake came out just last year. So. All right. Yeah, yeah. Still there somewhere. Glad they're keeping it alive. Now, the music of this game is sadly not the Danny Elfman score. No, no. But on the plus side, it is really good. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, for sure. it was done by Naoki Kodaka, who also worked on uh, Spy Hunter, Blaster Master, Platoon, Fester's Quest, uh, Gremlins 2, and Albert Odyssey. Okay, wow. I've played most of those, and they usually have those are some good... Good tunes in those titles. Yeah, he was interestingly known for composing all of his music as sheet music first, and then having it translated to the video game. And um, he retired from game making uh, a few years ago, and is now a professor at Dado University teaching music theory. So, go go him. Yeah, good for him. Way to go. And then, uh, you know, we would be remiss if we did not talk about the fact that this game is based on the hit film Batman from 1989. Oh, yeah. Which revitalized not only Batman, you know, the Dark Knight, the Cape Crusader, yeah, but you know, m- much of the comic book industry as well. 
It was it was big, man. Super big. This is what got me back into Batman. And uh, while I was a superhero fan growing up, I was never a comic book reader. Oh, right. And then from this point on, I actually started buying and, and reading oh, the okay, comics yeah. themselves. Like, you know, I started with Batman, but then I, I discovered Spider-Man. And, you know, that was the end of it for me. Sure, yeah. I was uh, really, you know, on track to make sure that as few women as possible wanted to <laughs> hang out with me until I was older. Sure. So, Nick, what kind of game is Batman for NES? Batman is a 2D platformer, uh, side-scrolling. Uh, it's a very, it's in that kind of Ninja Gaiden-esque, maybe even Castlevania, you know, kind of Definitely. genre. Well, milieu. in this game, you are the Batman. Yes. And uh, you can jump, but this is a very interesting jump. It lies somewhere between Mario's jump and the Castlevania jump. Yeah, it does. It's uh, you, Because... You get, you yeah. do have a, a height. You can the more you hold down your button, the higher you will jump. Yeah, and the further you'll jump. Yeah, but there is a point of no return. Yeah, and it's like, it, it's the type of jump where I would not frequently, but it's uh, you'll get that kind of weird backwards jump on accident where you you know oh, what yeah. I mean, and you're like, I'm committed to this. It's like a Castlevania. You know what I mean? It's got yeah. that feel. We're just like, all right, I'm screwed. Because while there is some wiggle room at the beginning of your jump arc, and you can turn around and move a little bit. Once you've hit maybe the middle of that arc, you're committed and you're going the full you're distance. It. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of funny. In the manual, they list as three different jumps. You have the normal jump where you tap A. If you hold down the A button for your full jump, it's a Batman jump. Mm, a and Batman then jump. Wall jump is you know. Which yeah, that's the other thing is this game introduces you know possibly for the first time on the NES the wall jump. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. The only other big one I could think of before was Strider. I don't know if that came out yet, though, the NES version, but mm. it sucks compared to this one. This is great. Like, it's so easy to use. I, I really was expecting it to not be uh, very wieldy. It is actually really awesome because it is a variable jump as well. Yeah, so yeah. when you are close to a wall, if you hit jump again, you tap it, you'll just do a little jump off the wall. But if you hold down your button, you'll kind of grab the wall for a moment yeah, and then spring yeah. off of it further. Yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's a very, very satisfying wall jump. Now, the downside of both the jumps and, um, well, your punch as well, is that there is an odd timing to all of these things. Yeah, there's a bit of a, I don't know if lag is the right word or it something. It feels like, like Batman is heavy. And to throw yeah. a punch or to jump, you have to overcome this beginning of momentum. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't feel like it's a lag from your button press. Yeah. Because the animation starts right when you press your button. It's true, yeah. But it's just that it's slower to get into whatever you're trying to do. Yep, yep. And as we said, one of the things Batman can do is punch. We all know this. Batman has a punching machine. It is your basic uh, attack. You have a, It's pretty fast and pretty good looking, too. Well oh. animated. Now, again, you do need to punch a little early, though, unless you're continuing yeah. to punch. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, for, for me, it was always just kind of stop before the guy and then start punching until he runs into the punch yeah yeah and it, like i would notice sometimes too where you know i'd just be like standing there punching and the guy would come and it's like i feel like the hitbox it goes a little farther than it looks like it does definitely from your punch like <clears throat> well, I, I noticed that when i was farming it. so oh, okay. we'll talk about that in a bit but you can punch uh for while ducking or standing mm -hmm. because batman can duck he can't move while ducking but he can avoid you know projectiles and things like that sure of course, you can punch while you're in the air jumping as well, which yeah. is kind of weird. I really kind of wish for a jump kick, but... It seems a little more Batman-y. 
And, well, it's just like, you know, it's all right if you're going uphill, if you're jumping up at someone on a platform. But if you're going down, it's really hard to not just be like, well, I landed on him. Like, you know what I mean? Because your attack is at the top of your sprite, so. Yeah, definitely. Now, um, the game has a pause, which does nothing, but Oh, you that's have not a... true. It shows you your useless score. It does show you your useless score. <laughs> is that what the bees are for? Yep. Okay, we'll get there. Um, but uh, you also have multiple weapons in the game. Yeah. And you start with all of them. I mean, they are cycled through by getting your select button. And this is a case where I don't hate the select button as much. No, you see what's weird is that the select button is the pause in this and start toggles through. Okay, yeah, it is. It's the opposite Which really way. threw me off because it's kind of easier, but I kept forgetting. So I'm pausing it all. I'm like, oh, man. Like, I did pause it a lot. Like on accident. Well. <laughs> on accident. But you have three bat weapons. Yes. And I've seen some confusion on the internet. People are like, what? These aren't Batman weapons because... Well, starting with, you do have your classic battering, and that is a Batman weapon. Yeah, yeah, it's probably the most used one. Yeah, because it all of these use ammo, and the same ammo is used across the board for all three items. Yeah. And the battering only uses one ammo per battering throw. Yeah. It's really quick, and it does a cool little boomerang arc. Yeah, and it's like, the way it hits, like, it won't just, like, if you can get it during, to kind of pause, you know, when it's looping back, uh -huh. you can get more than one or two hit. You can get three or four, maybe? It sounds like it really... You know, sometimes you'll hear it like really brrr, like blasting these guys. Yeah, you can really tear through, you know, the small enemies with it, no problem. And you definitely need to use it for some ranged attacks while you're making your way through the levels. Yeah, yeah. Then you have the, the, the item that I think really confuses people because it looks like a gun. Yeah. A lot of people online like to call it a missile, the it bat missile or something I like that. I thought it looks like a missile, so that's what I was calling in my head. But, but it's more of a dart. It's a dart gun, and Batman has been known to use darts. Sure, sure. So I'm going to stick with that. Well, the manual names it as a spear gun, which is... Similar. Not really that appropriate for... I don't know. It doesn't look like it, but hey, whatever. And it takes two ammo per shot, and it's just like a little dart or missile flies across the screen. It's uh, stronger, right? I guess. Or? I barely used it, because it's kind of slow and kind of weird. Yeah, there's like one spot I think I used it. I think I know where that is. It was a boss, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the third and most powerful one is kind of like a weird multiple shuriken deal. It's called the Dirk. Oh. In the manual, so whatever that's worth. But yeah, it's like, a, you know, it comes out and then kind of splits into three. Mm -hmm. So it's got a, you know, a pretty wide, it's kind of like a spread, but it doesn't spread out farther. It's just like a little three shots that go straight forward to... Now, it takes three ammo. It really yeah. can tear through your ammo, but it is invaluable for boss fights. Sure. Because yeah. it does a lot of damage, and you really don't have to aim it very well. No, yeah. The, the key is to just remember that it doesn't spread out right away. Like, you got to give it a little room to... Yeah, and therefore, we'll talk about this when we get to these bosses, but a lot of bosses or enemies, it's about weird timing. It's, yeah. it's all about, <laughs> about firing when you don't think you should, just so that that will open up and hit them at the right spot. Yeah. I'm looking at you, KG Beast. <laughs> yeah. Now, refills for this ammo and your other drops all just drop from the people. You never find them hidden anywhere. Yeah. It's Even all... though there are places that look like are hidden areas. Right, right. But there's nothing in there. <laughs> there is nothing. You don't find them, you know, dropping from lamps or anything like that. It's just when you kill a guy, they could drop something. And it could be ammo. And the ammo looks like a little missile. Yeah. Now, if they don't drop ammo... They could drop a bee, a little bee in a box, and I guess mm -hmm. that's points. Yeah. I, and you say this is useless. There's no no life up from nothing, it? Nothing at all that I've ever seen uh, anywhere. That's a bummer. Yeah. And then your final drop is the heart. The most precious one of all. Uh, the yeah. rarest, it seemed like. Yeah. And that fills up what? 
one hit point? I think it's just one, yeah. Man. And and Batman starts with eight total hit points. Which is, it's a little low, I think, but, uh, you know, it's... And one thing that we should say, too, is that uh, other than, you know, even when you beat a level, it doesn't fill all your life up. No. What's it give you, four bars or something? Like, it gives you some. Where I remember I was like, oh, what? Like, the next level, like, it's that's one of the areas where I'm like, come on, man, you jerks. Like, Well, I'm, I got to be honest. I, I did Game Genie, so... I, I had oh. a little help with the, the the health department. We'll get to that in our, Don't our blame recent you. experience section. But I do want to talk about uh, the fact that there are continues in this game. Yeah, yeah. So if you lose all three lives, when you lose a life, you start back at the beginning of the stage you're on, the le- the exact level, like 3-2, 3-4. Yeah. But when you continue, does it start you back over at the beginning of the stage, I think? Yeah, it's the beginning of the yeah. So, and then continues are unlimited. So you do have that, which is nice, but... Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, Nick, the Batman franchise was very popular at the time. It was and is. And he was the star of many comic books and graphic novels, a very visual medium. Yes, yes. So how does this manual stack up? Um, Well, I mean, it's all right. Uh, It doesn't have much to say because it's a pretty simple Mm gameplay-wise, but you get 24 pages, full color, although mostly it's just the screenshots. Like, Okay. The, you know, the pages have kind of a, you know, that off blue kind of mm-hmm. tint and stuff. But uh, there's a little bit of like sketch art of some enemies, but not much. Um, no enemy section, but it does have like a chart where it names out all the enemies and what stages they appear in with, uh, I think, their point values. Which, you know, I guess this is an interesting point to talk about it and we can call it out more later. All of the enemies in the game... Well, not all of them. Most of them are from DC Comics. Now, there's some names where I was like, those all seem familiar. I'm not the most well-versed on Batman's uh, rogues gallery. Uh-huh. So, um, Well, that's because they pull from some real real dregs of what? his rogues gallery and of other characters well, in the it DC just, universe. It really seems to me where I'm like, this why, this guy just looks like a ninja. Like, whatever. Okay. I, I mean, I don't. I'm, that's why I was curious because I was like, I wonder how faithful any of these really are. Not very. Know? Not at all. I didn't think so. I but. mean, the guys that shoot you all the time are supposed to be Deadshot, you know, the star yeah. of Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I made a note of that, because I was like, those guys are Deadshot? They're just, you, you fight many of them. <laughs> like, And the jumping guys are KG Beast. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird, man. Which is funny, because he's really not that beastly looking in the comics. Well, see, It's more okay. of a nickname. In the, in the book, it has KG Beast as only appearing in the first level. And then I also saw him listed as that, you know, there's that one, I mean, we'll get there, we'll talk about it, but... I don't you mean know, this may be Loner weird. Ninja? Yeah, that that's according to the manual. That's KGBs. Oh, I thought he was the jumping thing. And that jumping thing, no, it had a weird name. I wrote it. It's called a Jader. Oh. According to the, I mean, I think that would make more. I don't know. Well, either way, uh, so it gives you some weird names. You can, but it doesn't have pictures of them. You know what I mean? Right. So you're that's like odd. trying to piece it together from what levels they appear in. But either way, uh, it's mostly gameplay explanation. Um, you have the story where. It's Gotham's 200th anniversary, so mm-hmm. stop the Joker from doing it's a bicentennial, something. my friend. Yeah, yeah, doing something with, uh, I guess, poison gas. I don't know from the movies. They don't get into it in the game at all, but each level has a pretty extensive like Batman's here trying to. I didn't see it till the end. I was like, oh, okay. So I guess it's there if you want a little more fleshed out, you know, story of what's going on. So mm-hmm. it's there if you want it, but yeah, I didn't. So. Any place to keep those uh, awesome scores you got? Yeah, there's two pages for score notes at the end. Oh, wow. There you go. Excellent. All right, Nick, what was your personal history with Batman for NES? 
Um, it's a game I remember renting multiple times, I believe. I don't think I ever beat it, but I always held it in pretty high regard. I liked mm-hmm. it, you know? This was one of the few games that my mother bought me without me asking for it. Mm-hmm. After I learned to make sure that my parents knew not to buy me games I didn't ask for. <laughs> right, right. And in all honesty and fairness, this was the, you know, shiny exemption yeah, to the rule. Yeah, she okay. did a good job. So this... th- thank you, Mom. I know you don't listen to this, but in case you do, <laughs> thank you so much for buying me the Batmans. Even though I owned it, I never did beat it. Well, it, uh, I mean, for a while, this was kind of one of the few, like, for a licensed game. It was good. Usually you're like, it sucks, but Batman, all right, man. You made it through. Yeah, I mean, she knew I loved Batman. I was obsessed with him at the time. So I think for her, it was like, well, he really likes Batman. This has got to yeah. be what to do. Safe bet. And, uh, you know, it's one of those you know points of shame in my tr- collection as a kid where I was like, I, I just can't beat it. I really thought I could, should or would be able to, but I never never made it really past like the third level, that area. It's, it's very demanding. It is definitely very demanding. Well, then, Nick, what was your more recent experience with the game? I was able to beat this game, but I cheated. At first, I was just trying to go through it, you know, start to finish. But by the time I got as to, did like, I. I tried third, as well. Level three or so, I was like, look, I'm not... Like, once I beat it, I'd be like, I'm not going back. I So I save-stated in between levels. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, was, I was like, I'm just going to stick with that till the very end. And finally, when I finally got to Joker, I was like, I'm not going through that level again. Like, I was right. like I'm just going to save-state in front of the final boss. Like, I beat the other dude, and then, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get there. But it was Maximilian just so... Maximilian Zeus? It was so, <laughs> it was so grinding that I was like, whatever, I'm just going to... Yeah, so I tried to play Totally Natural as well, uh, I think twice. And then uh, I went online, looked up some Game Genie codes. And there's some good ones for this because uh, what I did was I gave myself nine lives. Okay. Which is very nice. You don't have to start back over. Would you be Catman then? Close. (laughs) And then I also put in a code that doubled the amount of health you got from hearts or tripled it, whatever it was. When I got a heart, it gave me half my health back. Nice. So... Nothing huge. And then also, like you, I did save between levels. And you better believe I saved the last level or two. I probably about 20 times through the level. Because, <laughs> uh, man, it was maddening. It is, yes. All right, Nick, here we are in the general chat portion of our show. And let me start by saying that this game was not as hard as I remembered at first. Yeah, it's it's a, it has a weird... The difficulty was always an issue, so... It's mm-hmm. like, but it's still very brutal at times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, but the real takeaway from replaying this was how great the music and backgrounds were in this game. This has some of the best graphics and sound on the system, man. It's... I, I don't. I mean, I guess it was part of the visual aesthetic of it the day that I didn't really think about how good these graphics were. But I really, really love everything about this game's level design, its color palette, and yeah. then. The music tops it off just so well. The music is so, like, butt-kicking constantly. Yeah. Oh, man. And, like, you know, the backgrounds are pretty dark, but, it, you know, it's Batman. It fits perfectly. Well, and that's what's like... cool is they use black as your base color for most of the background. Yeah. And then they just build in, you know, these other little pieces to come in and show you a building or this theater or a bar. And the way it's done is so cool that it does feel like Batman. It feels like the comics or the old 90s cartoon. Yeah, it's very, very Gotham, man. Yeah, they nail that so perfectly that I wish the enemies also reflected that world as well. (laughs) The enemies are like, it's not that the sprites look bad at all. They're just like, whatever. I feel like half of them came from a game they were working on before they got the Batman license. Like that little (laughs) robot with spikes on it. Yeah, the spiked Roomba. That's what I thought of them as. But they're called the mobile trackers. 
Well, whatever they are, there's a million of them. They're yes. super annoying, and they, they just feel like they're in the wrong game. You know, this game's like you have a, sel- a selection of enemies that it's like each level they'll add another one, mm-hmm. maybe. But it's not like, you know, like say Mega Man, where you're like, there are these enemies in this level and these enemies in this level. It's like they are all kind of everywhere. So they get kind of uh, the lack of variety starts to tell. Oh, definitely. A bit. But it is weird that the, you know, generic enemies that you fight over and over again are these named characters in the DC universe. Like we said, Deadshot, KGB, or whatever. It really makes me think that they were like, all right, we got this. Just start slapping names on guys, you know? Right. Because one of them, the fire thrower guy, the flamethrower guy, is Heatwave. Yeah, yeah. That's Flash's villain. Okay, okay. Which is weird because Batman has multiple of his own fire-based <laughs> villains. You fight one later as a boss. Yeah, yeah. And even that one should have been the main fire Batman villain, Firefly. You would think, yeah. But none of them are. No. <laughs> it's very confusing. It's, it's, it is, man. One thing that I think contributes uh, to the difficulty, kind of unfairly, is that... When you get hit, there's a weird, there's some weird stunnage going on. Mm -hmm. You know, like you don't get knocked anywhere like you would in many other games. Right. Which is kind of nice, but then it's like you're stunned there for a second. You're invincible, but the enemies are still moving through you. Right. Like it's easy to get mobbed in there. Which then on the other side of that coin, there is a weird thing that happens with the enemies, some enemies, Mm -hmm. where if they take multiple hits, you can hit them, they'll turn red, and then they're kind of stun locked where they can still do things but they don't hurt you if you touch them yeah it's like they're invincible so they can't hurt you so i mean that's a tactic that especially in the later game you have to start using to like jump up on this platform where it's like well you gotta punch them as you're in the air so that they will be orange when you land and then you can duck and yes finish it off what i like to call is the dreaded uh jump punch yeah there are many places later in the game where you have to jump be punching through the air and land on the first two pixels yeah. <laughs> of a ledge to fight the people on that ledge. I, man, I didn't really mess around with it until, you know, later in the game. So I feel like maybe in like stage three or so, like there's certain areas that I I originally was like, well, you have to use your Dirk here or something. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, now I can see how you could get through it maybe. If you had stunned them. If I would have thought about it, you know, because I was like, I'm not using this jump punch unless I have to. Like, Agreed. I mean, I thought those were all areas where I was supposed to be using my boomerang or something like that. And that's yeah. that's mainly what I did. Yeah, I was like, my kingdom for a jump kick, man. Now, on the plus side, if you do burn through a lot of ammo, most levels have these creatures that are, you know, the standard video game. There's a thing on the ceiling dropping more things. Oh, yeah. But those are basically the only way in this game you're going to farm or even get back to full health or anything like that. Which I never even thought about doing until, like, because I would just, like, those things, like, they come out really fast and they're quick moving. Yeah. So I would be like, I'm just getting past them. Like, I'm when I would first but, encounter them, I would try to blow up the, you know, the spawner. Uh-huh. And it takes so many hits. No, like. <laughs> and if there's three of the things on the ground, though, it kind of pauses for a second or two. All oh, right, yeah. So yeah. if you can take out three, grab that stuff and run, you're usually pretty safe. Yeah. And this was really my only way of refilling that meter uh, of, of health or yeah, the other yeah. thing. Now, I they don't it. drop health very often, but, I mean, it's it's your only option. Yeah. It's all you got, man. Now, one of the other things that we haven't talked about in this game is the animation. And while the animation for the enemies is not always the greatest, mm-hmm. Batman's animation himself is beautiful. Yeah, man. Uh, your punches look good. When you do the wall jump, you get your, like, turn. Yeah, he does, know? like, a head turn in it. it like, it looks... It's like the wall jump Batman does in the new 
Justice oh, League okay. film. Yeah, well, and like his cape, the way you know what I mean. Like, that's my next note. His cape is animated beautifully. It's it's great. Man. Pops off his shoulder, does a billow in the air. Someone really cared about this set of sprites, which is funny because it's like it's very faithful to Batman. But then in the same game, they were just tossing names out. Where I'm like, so <laughs> I think we should. Uh, you know, one of people's big complaints about the game is the Batman sprite is the fact that it is technically shades of purple and blue. Yeah, it is a weird color, but yeah. You know, if you can handle uh, purple Jason in Friday 13th, <laughs> this should be no trouble. But, you know, to get that black background, yeah. I think this works perfectly. In the shading, you know, once you're into it for a moment, you don't really notice it anymore. Yeah, I mean, unless they were going to go like old school blue and gray, you can't really have a black or black and gray guy on these dark backgrounds would be unintelligible. Yeah, or, and if they did go with black, I mean, what worlds would he be in? Like, it would be a weird, weird realm <laughs> yeah. of like silver and blue. And then I think we did point out the fact that, in the, especially in the first two levels, but in some of them, there's a lot of places that look like there should be a secret. Like, you can either get to a ledge, or you can yeah. see, like, a, an opening that's almost impossible to get to. And there's just, there's there's nothing that could be there. There are yeah. no items in the game to pick up. It's so weird. Like, when I was looking at the maps later, and you see all this, like, dead space mm -hmm. of, like, where you're like, what is this? Like, it's well, like part of the map was repeated and so, just to fill it up, I guess? Or? Well, the point is, is that, this game was remade at the very end of its development cycle to a degree. Okay. And they cut out some things like one-ups and some other parts that I think were in these locations. Uh -huh. So they left the, the code in for the map but took out the items. So do you think that they were like, we had to take this, we had to shrink the game kind of. We had to get rid of these areas of the map so we'll ratchet up the difficulty a bit to stretch it's, it out It's maybe, very possible. I just... Yeah, uh, whatever. Anyway. You know, with licensed games, there is always the factor of you need to get it out within a certain period of time from the release to capture the the heat yeah. of the property. So that could very well be the case. And then uh, the last thing I'd like to talk about in this segment is the fact that when you die, Batman explodes into oh, a giant yeah. fiery bat symbol. It is really weird, man. I, was, I forgot about it, and the first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, <laughs> it is over, Batman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he hits the self-destruct button. He's like, you know what? No one's taking any of these bat tools. <laughs> I'm going out. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's crazy. It is. But, you know, as weird as it is, it looks really awesome. Yeah, it's, it's, it's well cool. animated. <laughs> if you're going to go out, man, go out in a blaze of glory. All right, Nick, this is the part of the show where we take this game level by level. And uh, the way this game works is you have stages that are split into, what, three levels and a boss? Three or four, depending, mm -hmm. I think. And when you start the game, you get a really, really wonderful image of Michael Keaton Batman standing there. Yeah. And then there's a lot of small cutscenes littered throughout the game between the levels as well. Yeah, that are vaguely, you know, a lot of times it's just like, here's a scene from the movie. Yeah. And we keep moving. You're like, remember this? Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, apparently in the original version, it did not follow the movie as closely. Okay. And I think at some point they were like, this needs to be more like the movie. Yeah. And they had to tweak it then. <laughs> so. I mean, they look good. They do. They're all very faithful to the actors and actresses. Like, it to mm -hmm. me, this was all the first game I remember being like, whoa, I didn't think the NES could do real people like this good. Yeah, real faces. Like, that looks like Michael Keaton. It does indeed. And then you start out on the mean streets of Gotham in stage one one. Yeah, Gotham City. Uh, pretty uh, straightforward first level. I mean, like they should be. Uh, yeah, it's looking great. It teaches you where you can jump around. But the one thing to note is right off the gate, like if you walk forward, a dude rushes you. Yeah, yeah. And you got to be on it. Yep, you got to be. <laughs> they're not playing around here, so get your punches ready. But mm -hmm. I like this uh, little first one because 
it's very, you know, you're just going uh, left to right, but mm-hmm. it gives you a lot of these ledges that really don't go anywhere, but it gives you chances to check out your wall jump. Really, it's all about practicing that wall jump. Yeah. You get to see some, you know, dilapidated buildings and a theater in the background. And then uh, at the very end, I'm guessing it's like a bar. And one of those signs says B-E-R. I'm like, Burr. is that supposed to be bar or beer? <laughs> what is this? Burr. So I wanted to ask you, uh, I'm pretty sure that those guys running at you, their name is Shakedown. Is okay. that a guy from a DC? Uh, now you put me on the spot. Sorry. <laughs> um, and, you know, that doesn't sound familiar. Well, a lot of these names, like I was like, I wrote down Heat Wave because I was like, that seems like it would be somebody I didn't know. You know what I mean? Well, like, Heat Wave is the counterpart to Captain Cold. Oh, okay. okay. Fire and Ice. <laughs> gotcha. Classic. And yes, uh, Shakedown is a DC character. Oh, so, okay. Well, first foe in this game, you can whack him in the face. Excellent. But this whole level, pretty straightforward, very easy. Yeah. So we move on to stage one, two. This is more Gotham Streets. Uh, you get, uh, this is a little more vertical. This is where you really, you have to use the wall jump here to get to certain chunks of the stage. Well, and they show you, like right away, they give you the option. There's a path of heat waves yeah, you know, left yeah, and right yeah. that you can either jump up through with your normal jump. Or there is an empty chasm above you that you can wall jump all the way up, avoiding them all. Yeah, which I did. And it will give you that practice of long wall jumping sections. Yeah, back and forth. And uh, you'll get up to the top. That's where you'll see these uh, jetpack guys. Mm -hmm. They shoot stuff at you. They're known as enforcers. Yep, that is also a DC villain. Seemed like it would be, but... Mm -hmm. Um, these guys I found are, they can seem hard, but if you just duck like right next to a ledge and they can't hit you. Yeah. And then you just like, you can peg them with a boomerang when they get to the bottom or just jump up and get them. Not yep. too tough. Not at all. And then you get to the second part of the stage and you're going to fall down now. Yeah. And this and, is the solo appearance of the lone ninja guy who at least according to the manual said was KG beast, but he's not, he has a cool looking, <laughs> it's Ryu Hayabusa. That's who it is. Yeah. But it's kind of cool. Cause he's like leaning up against the wall. Is he smoking? It, that's because he like, like he could it be. looks like he flicks a cigarette. <laughs> I'm not lying before he's like, Oh, Batman's here. He's so bad. Time to throw down. And, I mean, he will tear you up, but if you let him, but if you can just start throwing boomerangs before he even moves, that's mm-hmm. what I would do and just beat him up. Yeah. And he's kind of like a mini boss. It takes only a few hits. You know, yeah, yeah, it's just kind of weird that they never used him again. No, and, and he's a really cool looking sprite, and yeah. it seems like you know, Batman's fought ninjas, yeah, like, yeah. you know, he's the, the most whole clans face- of them, <laughs> like of all the things to be fighting, yeah. But right after him, you have their exit sign, and then you're in stage one, three, your first boss fight, yeah. This is a uh, killer moth, is that a guy? Oh man, you don't know killer moth. I, it I love me some killer moth. I have but... two killer moth Lego oh. minifigures, okay. Is he just fly uh, around or he flies what? around? I don't think he flies anymore. Now they've tried to ground him and make him cool. cool. He was kind of one of those 60s joke dudes. Right, right. You know. Egghead. Or... Yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> in that realm. But yeah, this duck totally should have been Firefly. Because yeah. Batman does have a flying villain that shoots fire. Right, Much right. like this boss does. I... <laughs> but this is Killer Moth, and he swoops from left to right. Yeah, and then he's... he'll go up to the corner and shoot out a, a spread of something. Like four five fireballs and mm-hmm. there's a very easy safe spot you can see yeah just inside the the farthest uh fireball and when he swoops down throw a boomerang or two usually oh, i was using my triple long. shot oh yeah 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 because you can hit him multiple times with it okay yeah i it's would very just catch him with some yeah either way it's not hard he i mean he does not take a lot of damage so. no 
Uh, and I, I actually remember this guy being somewhat hard as a kid. I was like, this guy? I guess I, I don't uh, know. Man, every, I was kind of, yeah, agreed. Yeah, I was like, man, this guy's going to be tough. This is the hard game, man. Yeah, but be on like, your toes. And I was like, oh, there's a safe spot. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess I never noticed. Who knows? But you tear through him, level over, and then you're treated to a nice cut scene, and, which is the beginning of um, this game's really pointing out the parts of Batman the movie that are very un-Batman, the comic book. <laughs> yeah. Because this this next cutscene highlights the Batmobile's giant machine guns. Yeah, yeah. That pop out, and uh, I guess he only uses them for making doorways? Yeah, I mean, what else do you use them for? But the animation of the Batmobile sliding into that factory? Yeah, it looks good, man. It looks super cool. Yeah. I was I was very impressed. Agreed. And you're in Axis Chemical Factory. Yes, and, you know, as... Any Batman fan worth its salt shouldn't know this is the birthplace of the Joker himself. Yeah. And what a factory. It looks really cool. Yeah, you get a lot of this, like, you know, it's interesting, too, because this is the first place we've seen, like, their kind of water effect. Like, mm-hmm. where, you, I mean, you have, like, the poison or acid water, but it's just right. like a, a green, like, surface outline of it. There's yes. no actual texture or, and it doesn't really push you around. There's no, no flow to it. And there are drops of it from the ceiling. Your standard, you know, avoid these drops of stuff. Acid drops or, as the manual names them, gluck. Weird. <laughs> uh, but this level is really all about mastering that jump and yeah. that wall jump. Because you're going to be wall jumping and jumping through an area over the acid and uh, mm-hmm. if you fall in it, it's not an instant death, so that's nice. No, it hurts you, and I mean, that that's one of the parts where when you fall in stuff and you get that second stun where I'm like, no, I'm trying to jump out of here before I get hit again, but right. I can't well, I can't move when I'm invincible. And I'm too slow. Yeah. But, you know, it's not the hardest area. No, and I, uh, I think this is our first appearance of the Claw Guy, or Night Slayer. Oh, yeah. That's a guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Checking these out, man. I don't know. I don't know the Batman's. And what's interesting is some of these characters, like Night Slayer, the Electrocutioner, and yeah. KG Beast, I think. At least KG Beast and Night Slayer, they are products of the late 80s. So they were fairly fresh in the world mm. of Batman. This level, not the hardest. You get to the exit, you're happy to move on to stage 2-2. Well, this is the big introduction here is this will, you'll be dealing with Electro Floors. You have to avoid them. They will hurt you, as you well, would imagine. And the thing is, it's rarely just the floor. It's usually the connective tissue between platforms. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like you have to, like, you know, oh, the whole floor is this electrical grid, and i got to stay off of it. It's like weird, the weird connections between places you're jumping. Yeah, you'll see uh, these weird, like, grapple robots here. They're called javelins, and... Uh, they are weird. Yeah, they, like, shoot out their little claw. They'll do... a They'll do one attack and then wait, and then they'll do two attacks and then wait. So and then, usually you just in between attacks, punch them. And then halfway through this level is your first real wall jumping challenge. Yeah. A giant, you know, multi-leveled area where you're going to have to wall jump back and forth, avoiding enemies, avoiding walls, and then, you know, mixing it up. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's tough but doable. Um, the first of many. Um, and that's the, the main feature of this level, I think. And one thing that's cool... Um, I don't know if you noticed, but, you know, you'll have a couple of those, uh, I guess, shakedowns or guys mm-hmm. coming at you. And if they fall on the electricity floor, they will get hurt. Like, it'll show them sit there and they'll keep flashing yellow until they explode. Oh, I did not. But that's I, awesome. I saw it one time. I was like, that that's pretty cool. I'm always a fan of games that hurt the enemies yeah, by man, the world like, that they, they make. should hurt them, too. So, once you beat this area, you're into stage 2-3. And now you are in the warehouse of the factory. 
Yeah, and you're kind of moving down. You start at the top of this level and descend. You'll see a lot of, there's like conveyor floors here and those little gears. They look yeah. great. Yeah. Now, this level looks like a level where there should be all kinds of shortcuts. Yeah. There, but if there are, I have no clue how to access them. There's a very slight split path at one point where. Well, there's a path like around some some buzz saws that it looks like you should be able to get through. Over to the left? Yeah. yeah you can, uh, I can don't know. Can you duck and get through that? I don't know. Because it's like there's a ceiling of the gears. Of buzz saws, right yeah. Over, yeah. And so I, I've never messed with the first entrance, but if you keep going down, it's like that's where that little split is. It's like if you fall all the way, mm -hmm. then you have to fight back up to get to that shaft or right. you can go straight across. They're both pretty easy. And this does introduce some real tricky new jumping uh, mechanics where you'll have to fall off a platform and then jump off the side of it. Yeah, because you're too close to the ceiling to make the jump from where you are. So, and that, well, I like that cuz that's something oh, you don't yeah. you don't really see in a lot of 2D uh platformers with the wall jump, and that's a really interesting way to explore the space more. Yeah, totally. And to their credit, I don't think there are any pit deaths in this entire game. You almost always you'll fall mm -hmm. down into something that hurts you or right. you know, you'll just fall back to where you were before. So, you got to redo it. Definitely. And then at the end of this area, you do have the boss of the level in stage 2-4. I, I think this boss was borrowed from Mega Man? Yeah, it's the Machine Intelligence System. Okay. And yeah, it's it's one of these like blow up the room kind of bosses. Right. Kind of. It's really weird. And uh, there's like two guns right across the room from you. There's a is it some sort of sensor above you. I guess, yeah. And then a, a, a weird spread gun across the room at the top. And there's a series of water dripping pipes. Yeah, yeah. But Those. <laughs> once you know what to do with this boss, it's pretty much a piece of cake. The yeah, key yeah. factor is you do have to come in here with some ammo. Oh, yeah, and you got to take them out. Uh, take these pieces out one by one. Um, so know. how did you take out the two guns, the first the first two guns shooting at you? Um, I would hop down there and boomerang them and then duck. I'd, I'd try to duck the, uh, you know, the, it's shooting at you at two levels, so mm -hmm. you can duck the top ones and then you have to, like, jump over the lower ones i think or maybe you can duck them both either way a boomerang from right there will hit both of them and you can you know three or four of them will take them out triple shot from where you're standing will take it out real quick i did that the first time but then later i ran out of ammo so when i came back i was like i'll go stick with mm -hmm. the boomerang but it doesn't matter as we'll see so then next up you have the sensor that you can't get close to because all the dripping acid or whatever that is in front yeah. of it now this is probably the only point in the game where you're going to use that <laughs> Spear gun, they call yeah, it? Yeah, spear gun. The yeah. shortest spears of all. And that's what I used here. And yeah. it's all about timing it so it doesn't get hurt because the acid will knock your spear gun out of the air. Yeah. And then once you do that, it's like the barrier protecting the main turret is now gone. So it'll start shooting at you. And... But it's unique because, uh, you know, you can only hurt it when it's in sensor mode, not shooting mode. Yeah, it goes like sensor, shoot, and back and forth. Well, but if you shoot at it from a distance, it'll flip instantly to shoot mode. The sensor will go oh, away. Yeah. So if you try to shoot it from the other side of the room, you can't. It's like impossible. I you was, will never be able to time it. The first time I was trying to fight him by doing that, using the dirk from across the room. Mm -hmm. But uh, really, you just want to run up and punch it. because Yeah, there is a safe spot. <laughs> not directly in front of it, but a little further out to where if you duck, it cannot shoot you. Yeah, you just crouch. And then when the sensor comes out, punch it. Punch jump, jump. away. And take then, yeah, take it down. You have destroyed the, what is this room? Uh, the machine intelligence system. The intelligence. Yeah, you destroyed that thing, and uh, you're done. You can move on to stage three. Of course, you're treated to a nice little cutscene with the Joker, and uh, then you're back into the action. Yeah, you're in the underground conduit. A.K.A. 
the sewer. Yeah, uh, it's good, a good sewer. Good looking sewer. You got you got water, kind of no currents, but you do have those turbines yeah. that will hurt you in there, and they okay. look cool. This is where the game starts to get a little hard, though. This was my first like, all right, frustration stop because right because right off the bat, you are going to encounter this quote unquote creature. It's called what now? Uh, the Jaders. They the, are Jaders. The Jaders. They are not from this game. They're from some other game. They're yeah. a weird, like, Puma-looking creature. <laughs> I was like, oh, did you borrow one of Spider-Man's crappy villains, Puma? Yeah, or like Vice Project Doom or something. Like. Um, and they're awful. I mean, they are just relentless. They'll jump around. They'll jump into you. They do a weird jump that you can apparently go underneath. Yeah, I, I remember reading about it later online where mm-hmm. people were like, yeah, you just get them to jump over you, turn and punch, and but try to lure them. I could never. In reality, what you did, I'm guessing, is what I did, and that is creep along until just enough of their arm is showing yeah. to where they'll take a hit yeah. from sort of some sort of projectile. I just, yeah, it was all dirks all day, man. Like, I, because I really went through this level quite a few times where I was like, I don't know how you're supposed to kill these guys. They take too many hits. You just like, it's get them so their arm's on the edge of the screen. And that's where yeah. this weird timing comes in with the dirk. Yeah. It's like you got to wait for them to like, okay, they're up in the air. Now throw it so they land, it spreads and hits them. Yep, yep. Precisely. And really, sadly, that's the, the the hardest part of this level and the only way you're going to get through it. But I do love those turbines you were talking about. There are these turbines spinning around. They don't move the water, but they're just a, a hazard. Yeah. But they look great. The animation yeah. on them is so good. And then there's some more heat waves in here. Of course, more of those stupid robots with the spikes on them. Yep, yep. But the real, real pain factor of this is just those those – uh, jaders, jaders. I want to say Jaeger. They look like <laughs> they look like big white mutants. Like they're so weird. They are weird, and that's this whole level. I mean, it's not. It's it's the the real hard factor of it is just learning to deal with those annoying jumping creatures. Yeah. So you emerge from the sewer to where next? Uh, level three two more sewer. That's um. <laughs> right. You're still in the sewer. Here you get like green water. Um, you see a lot more turbines, but well, now you're going down yeah i mean this is you're going down into the sewers this time you're not going across the sewers you are deep in the bowels of gotham city and it's really interesting because there are you know if you look at the map at this level there are huge chunks of it you'll never go to yeah it's insane i I was boggled when i I was like what the and then the parts you do go to you pretty much just fall through if you're going down like there's no point in trying to fight any of the things in those areas this is definitely an area where you can skip some stuff and you you should yeah definitely but it does have some of these really unique jumps that are a big pain in the butt. Yeah, and I mean, you get another shaft at the very end too. You got to go up. It's a little more forgiving. Like there's, I think there's guys on ledges here. Mm-hmm. So that's your first encounter with this, where maybe a normal player would start to learn the jump punch trick. I didn't hear, so I would just do a bunch of like jump up, shoot them, boomerangs, fall down, yeah, keep I, hopping back I up. Know, me too. <laughs> me too. I hate to say it, but like I said, this is not horrible now, it's definitely harder to their credit anytime you kill these guys they stay dead so for the entirety of your time so if you fall back down and hop back up you can still make progress definitely well and then we get to level three three yeah where i mean and this is where the difficulty cliff really caves. kicks in yes because you have a little short like you're in the cave this is be the first appearance of these tank things called eevs yeah they're obnoxious yeah, I mean, you I mean, can, you can usually avoid their their attacks. It's just they catch you off guard. Yep, and I mean, they'll shoot like right as they pop in. You know, frequently yeah. they'll put one of those little Roombas in front of it, so you jump down to punch it, and then you're like, "Oh no, I'm getting shot by it, the other thing." It put me in the crosshairs. Mm-hmm. But once you know where they are, in fact, there's two of them. One of which I 
not on purpose, but would randomly scroll it off the screen and it wouldn't be there sometimes? Yeah, you can do that sometimes with those beasts as well. I don't know how, though, on purpose. I, I was never able to replicate it effectively. Mm-hmm. But either way, you're jumping back and forth through these cliffs until you get to another big-ass shaft. And by big-ass shaft, you mean like the two shafts you've dealt <laughs> with before added together with a third one on top it's of super it. super long. There's a ton of guys on little crevices and you have the tiniest of crevices yes and you have those like turbine gear things in the walls that are turning as well and those will hurt you also yeah and they they will hit you they have a much bigger hitbox than it looks like so you really want to stay away from those so this whole area is dealing with it's like a puzzle almost figuring out where you need to wall jump off of because the the shaft is also very narrow yeah so you can't do a full jump in parts of it yeah you it's deciding which jump you need and and like where so it's like you're like I'm gonna fall down a little bit then jump to that spot and then jump back and that will put me in the right position to jump over the turbine oh, man I really beat my head against this part of this level for a long time this was the first like major where I was like all right yeah and this is the ending point for my childhood <laughs> I mean this is pretty much where i was just like no i'm just not giving never gonna never gonna be able to make it through here it's impossible yeah i proved my childhood self wrong in some ways this past week but i wasn't yeah. too pleased with the <laughs> the end i was like well i made it up here but man i'm actually you know i could make it up here once i was a kid but what kills you is that the end of it is right right away you're in a boss fight oh yeah you go you have to fight the uh electrocutioner here Yes, the electrocutioner, everyone's favorite Batman villain, the guy with the electric suit that electrocutes people. Mm, well, you know, that's a pretty unique uh, concept. But either way, does he even use electricity? He has like a big sword here, right? Is He's that, got a sword I... in one hand and a claw in the other. Yeah, yeah. It's and very weird. There's like the two, there's two little platforms in his room you can mm-hmm. jump up to. But I I mean, I've played around with him a few times where I was like, I don't know his pattern. So as I always try at least once. I'm like, I'm just going to stand there and blast him with batarangs. And, and that's how you beat him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, like, I'll take you the need hits. the full health. Yeah, so if you can, I mean, generally my strategy would be get to the boss, because when you die at a boss, you get to start right there. Right. Generally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can use your next guy to, you know, you have full ammo. So And you need it here. Yeah. And basically, yeah, the same thing. I would just run around back and forth in the middle of the room trying to unload as many hundreds of boomerangs into them <laughs> as I could. Or batarangs, but... Yeah, that, that's the only tactic I could find as well. Agree that. I could not get up on those platforms, and I just could not deal with any of his wacky movements. I don't know what you do up there. You have no way to attack down. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, if you can destroy everyone's favorite villain, the Electrocutioner, you get to move on to Stage 4, Area 1. Yes, the Laboratory Ruins. Yeah, what a weird, weird area. Yeah. This it's... is where we really start to veer away from the film. Yeah. Um, Even more so than the sewers. Is this where at points, or maybe it's the next level, where you get the TVs? Yes, okay. the crazy Joker faces. Jokers in the, in the TV. Background. This is an area It's cool looking. This level is full of those jaders mm-hmm. and those stupid, uh, the mines. Yeah. You know, like, it's real. It, this is a real slow battle. Like, yeah. you got to take your time, kill everything before you keep moving, because there's just too many enemies at once for you to deal with fastly. And it's really annoying because... There is really nothing else in this level. It is just straight across. <laughs> it's, it's like it a is, straight run. Yeah. You jump over maybe three things. There might be, yeah, there's some turbines or something in there. Yeah, maybe. but literally it's just inching along, coaxing out an enemy, fighting it, inching along even further. There's nothing really else to say about this level yeah. at all, is there? <laughs> it's in ruins. But Area 2. Yeah, this is a more factory looking, if I if my notes are right. Yeah, now you're like actually in, I don't know, like the high-tech 
area of the laboratory. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't look like ruins anymore. So towards the middle of the, the area, there are now like these spinning gear blades across the entire floor of the Watch zone. Watch your step. And then to get across, you have to jump from block to block. Mm-hmm. But these blocks are all weirdly positioned, and most of them are too close to the ceiling yeah. for you to get a good jump so off you got, of. Then you really got to know how to slide down that wall and get your height right. Mm-hmm. Or pretty. jump off onto the platform next to you, back to your platform, and then over onto it yeah. again. It's zapping back and forth, which it's not that bad. It's pretty fun. And once you've gotten <laughs> to this point in the game, you should be very, very comfortable with that jump and that wall jump. So you should have not the most trouble with this area. Yeah, agreed. And you make your way towards the end of the level. Uh, you do have to deal with, you know, a couple more of those little, I don't know, geary, spiky things. But it's nothing after what you've just dealt with. Yeah, yeah. Well, then you're in level 4-3. And I don't even know what this level is. Uh, it's vaguely industrial. You have these, like, electro barriers. Yeah. They spike up. And you have these weird, they're called rail runners. Mm-hmm. Those, like, machines that are on, like, a track on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was really confused by them because I was like, do these even hurt you? Because they would just move at me every time and I would just start punching and they would go through me. You know, I didn't, it, I went through this level several times before I ever took damage from one of them. I was like, oh, what? I guess they are enemies. Now, the cool part of this level is that it is, you start out and you can see the ending of the level right away. Yeah. It's but a it's, loop. you got to loop all the way around to get to it. And the beginning of this level is literally for me just falling. I just yeah. screw this. I'm falling as fast as I can. I'll take a hit or two. Yeah, a bunch of those claw droppers. Uh, just not dealing with any of them. The hard part, though, is when you get down to the middle where mm. you have those little, like, one-tile conveyor belts. And you have to jump up this wall shaft, fight yeah. some guys, drop down, jump immediately, do a bunch of wall jumps on these con- tiny conveyors. Like, it, And if you fall down, it, you don't necessarily, you won't die, but you just got to do it again. Do it and again. I spent so, so long in here. It was I'm, soul crushing. Yeah, me too. But you know what? Yeah, it, it really, like, this was another point where I was like, all right. I just got to stop. Like, <laughs> take a break like, for the yeah. day. No, I was like, like I got to let this frustration dissipate because it's just making me worse. Well, I mean, those tiny conveyor belts are just, just mean, just so mean. Cause that's the only place you have to land and you have like half a second to, to, to jump off of it yeah, or you're yeah. done. And then, I mean, you, that area is not too long. And once you get there, you kind of battle up these stairs and which also don't make the mistake of jumping off the stairs. Oh, right. There's no wall there, and you will just fall back into that horrible area you were just in. <laughs> yeah, stay safe. Pure heartbreak. Trust me. It's not- Trust me. <laughs> I'm like watching it. No. I was like, that's not a wall. <laughs> but at the very top, uh, you just have some lame enemies to deal with, and then you have the exit, and you are, you're so happy. Yeah. But you haven't left yet because you have one more thing to do in this factory. Yes, you have to beat the boss. And what is this boss? I don't know. It's a weird block room boss like you have... does it get a name did, did you see i didn't see oh, one. No, it's it's like you're in this room with it, it's divided by these three there's walls a, there's three walls two of them are short you can get on top of them and there's two big white blocks that are just moving around so you're running from them and, and they shoot you know they shoot uh, a set of bullets out but only you know horizontally yeah weird intervals too so i mean at I first had... i did not know what to do and i was getting my butt kicked by yeah, this thing left me and right too. i was trying dirks batterings and but luckily the internet came to my aid yeah, you just crouch up at the top and at the, punch. on the on the middle on the middle <laughs> yeah. platform. Get on it and crouch, and you may get shot. What I think I got hit three times. Yeah, I mean, I mean, most of the time, if you're if you're aware, you can hop a bullet. You know, if if you're like, I just didn't care. Toes. Yeah, me either. I was like, ah, whatever. I got enough. Because then 
you know, eventually one of them will blow up and then the other one gets mad or something and it's on the bottom and starts right. shooting these weird bullets and you just drop down and punch it. So. I was using, I since I had all my uh, ammunition left, I just dirked the heck out of it. Well, I mean, uh, a lot of these, you know, like earlier in this level, you know, where you're like, I'm redoing this loop over and over. Mm-hmm. Like I almost always had full 99 on all Right, my so I was not afraid but... to spam yeah. at any of these bosses. Yeah, so blast away. Yeah, and once you know the trick, this boss is so easy, which is a wonderful, wonderful little treat after the yeah, horrible yeah. middle of this level. Totally. But do not revel in that treat for long. Before you get to the pain, you do get a really cool cutscene of the Batwing flying around, it getting shot, crashing to the bottom of that enormously tall <laughs> church. And you know what's funny is that, okay, the skyscraper spoilers, church. The stupid level is a mostly vertical. But mm-hmm. it at least looks like it in this cutscene where you're like, man, that's a huge tower. Yeah. You're going to be fighting your way up it. So You are. And then at the end of the cutscene, you start in the clock tower. And yes. I'm not going to lie. Um, clock towers just make me nervous ever since uh, Castlevania 3. <laughs> There's never, they're always going to be hard and they're always going to be frustrating. These, um, you know, it's kind of refreshing because you don't have pit deaths necessarily to worry about. But no, but there are gears that will hurt you. Huge gears. They look great. They're man. awesomely animated, and they look really cool. The shading on them is next level. But there are deceptive hitboxes. They are. Yeah, you need to jump way higher over them than you think. You don't want to be anywhere near that. Agreed. And that's whole the whole first part. And that's about the first third. Yeah. From that point on, though, oh, buddy. This, this is, is the worst part of the game. <laughs> yeah. This is the part that is just... This is the part I was at for, I think, a, a, over a day. This is the game's really rubbing your nose in it, man, because it's... It, first of all, you have to memorize and master the first chunk of this level so you can get to the shaft, ideally, with full life. Yes, because from this point on, you are going to be climbing and wall jumping up this giant shaft full, and I mean full, of gears that will hurt you and enemies positioned in ways that can shoot you before you can get oh, to yeah. them. and... There are, you know, you're frequently going up the the right side or the left side. And whenever you cross over, generally, there will be gears above you, gears below you, and this small little gap where you have to slide off the side of your ledge and then hop, you know, wall jump off that. But not too high because then you'll get hit. You know, it's... I was taking damage almost every time I had to do that. Same here, man. Like, like I could not get it down. I, I would get it once, maybe twice, like, very, just randomly. You right. Know, like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I did it. And then I would screw something else up, but... No, it is is definitely very rough. It is a very, I mean, you have to, you get this whole sequence like so memorized, you know, and that that's why I was so beat down that when I finally got through this and got to the boss, I was like, okay, I have to save this now. Like, right, because there's really nothing else we can say about this shaft. It's just a brutal slog and you just have to get through it. There's no tips. There's nothing. And this is, well, this is where I, I've figured out the jumping punch kind of mm. that you can land in someone, you know, now, and that apparently, makes it easier, but, um, you know. Cartridge Commandos know our good friend Bill. Mm, yes. Been in the studio. Um, he was like, oh, yeah, you got to get that down. And I was like, well, of course. And, uh, of course, being the man he is, <laughs> he beat this totally all natural wow. this week. It's and, impressive, uh, man. I know. And I was like, damn it, I have to really, I got to finish the game now. One I was thinking about game. just watching the ending, but after I heard that, I was like, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't let Bill show me up that hard. So you come to your first of two bosses. After yes. This. And in the original version of the game, this was the final boss. Okay. And it is Maximilian Zeus? I guess. I mean, the book lists this as Firebug. Oh, but he's so, calling down lightning. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's what that's what Joker does it too later, like. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's start with uh Firebug. Now, Firebug in the comics is a guy that 
is an arsonist. Right. See, I feel like was this guy on Batman Beyond? Wasn't he one of the? He had like a laser jetpack. That's Firefly. Oh, okay. My bad. Never mind. Probably. Sorry. Sorry, guys. Fi- Firebug is not a flyer. He's okay. just a walker and just catches stuff on fire. Gotcha. That's it. Fair enough. This guy calls down the lightning, so I thought he was, you know, Zeus, he the will lightning god. Do all these weird, like he has a huge fireball and attack. a giant fireball. Now, what did you think of this boss? Because I actually at first was like, oh my god, what do I do? Yeah. But then once I realized that you don't do anything, it became a lot easier. Yeah, I would just stay away. Stay away. You don't even actually have to move. If you stay on that left side yeah, and don't move, yeah. he will never come over there. And, and he'll just keep shooting fireballs, and then he'll he'll hop near you. And it's like I found if I would jump, and then right before I land, throw a boomerang, it'll be out there just at the right time for him to get hit by so, it when he lands. the same way for me. And this, this fight took way longer than I ever wanted it to because well, it was all – I could barely ever hit him. But, well, yeah, it's frustrating because it's like if you imagine playing through this where you're like, okay, I finally got through that shaft. I fight this boss. I, you have to figure out how to beat him mm-hmm. and probably die in the process how many times. Keep going up the shaft yeah. until you can figure it out. You know, like that's hard, man. That's harsh. But really it's all about jumping over that big fireball. Yeah. If you can get that jump down and get over that easily, this boss is nothing. You Agreed. can Once you get that down, you can do this for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. And you kind of have to. Uh, you defeat him. And then in the original version of the game, this was the ending. Yeah. In the cutscene before, he was standing next to the Joker. And the Joker's like, all right, go get Batbrain, blah, blah, blah. And he leaves and to fight you. And then the next cutscene is, the Joker's like, see, he wasn't that hard, was he? Batman went down like nothing. But what you as the audience sees is that the guy standing next to him is Batman in the shadows. And he uh. steps forward a little bit. The Joker freaks out, Batman punches him, knocks him out, and that's the end of the game. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Pretty fitting. Yeah, it a little... fits to how Batman works and operates. Yeah, faithful. I really liked it. Now, instead, I guess at some point they said, that's not close enough to the movie, Sunsoft, you've got to fight the Joker. Fight this Joker. So, after you fight, whoever that guy was, <laughs> you're immediately thrown into, well, not, you get a tiny little cutscene. And then you're immediately thrown into the fight with the Joker. Yeah, and he's uh the giant. He's giant. He has his big giant pistol, which is good. I like that from the thing. Um, and that's he, very accurate. He shoots it, and he uh, calls down lightning bolts, which is weird. Yes, and it's the very exact same lightning bolts lazily that yeah. the previous guy did. <laughs> um, and this guy is he's, he's pretty tough. If he shoots you with his gun, it does four bars of damage. So it's yeah. like half your life. Yes, it's um, but. You, you, there's kind of a safe spot, a sweet spot where you want to be close enough to him that when he shoots, you know, the, the, gun. the barrel of his gun is so long, it's behind you. Yeah. And you it know, won't so hit you then. You can punch him and avoid those. And, and you then, can be between the lightning as it comes down. Yeah. There's a, there's a certain distance that if uh, towards the end, I finally was like mastering it, mm-hmm. you know, where it'd be like, all right, I hit him. And, and then it's just boomerang time. Do not stop. Pun- I would not, I was using punches because I was like, I will never stop punching so that when he's running, he'll run through me invincibly. Oh, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Because I was like, I have to keep doing that because if I stop punching, I get hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, it's its a weird trying to well, find that range. I unloaded all my boomerangs I had left and oh, then went yeah. into punching mode as okay, well. Yeah. And that stun lock thing is invaluable. It's the only way I, I think you're going to beat this guy. You got to. I mean, anytime I, yeah, I would rarely jump if it was like he, you know, because he moves faster than you and he gets to the other side and might shoot at you. You can jump a bullet and then hopefully start beating him up again. And then... You defeat the Joker. You've beaten him to a pulp. Taking him down. But the best part is, is he falls down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he starts to get back up. Now, I don't know what, what all can happen here. 
can he actually stand up? Because I was like, oh my God, and I ran over and hit him again. And it makes the hit a noise, and yeah, he falls no, back you down. You have to go over there. It'll just sit there, I think. But Okay, because I was like, oh my God, I don't want to fight him any longer. Yeah, you run over and then finish him off, I guess, but... Which is pretty funny. I mean, he's not finished off yet because now you get the final cutscene of the game. Yeah. Uh, Batman grabs the Joker by his collar. He tells him that he knows. He says, I know you murdered my parents. Yeah. Now you will dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. Yeah. And then he grabs (laughs) the Joker and throws him off the top of this church balcony yep uh, all the way down it shows <laughs> it the shows joker fall. <laughs> falling to his death and then making a thudding noise yeah at the base and of the church they show his corpse in then they show <laughs> us corpse in the spotlight and if that wasn't enough you're like well i don't he may not be dead yeah then they give you a close-up of his lifeless open-eyed dead face I'm telling you, man, did Zack Snyder work on this or like <laughs> that was the most intense ending to a game on the NES that I've seen. I could not believe it. I was laughing so hard. I was like, it was he just insane. threw him that it was like the really get into it, man. I was like, all right, fair enough, Batman. And, and that's it. Then you get a little bit of credits. Yeah. Uh they are code names. Oh right. Yeah. And then at the very end you get the really good looking eighty nine Batman logo mm-hmm. over Sunsoft. And I don't think that logo was used anywhere else in the game. Yeah, I don't, I don't Which is a shame, because I was like, man, you spent some time on that. It looks good. <laughs> For real. And now we are in the final portion of our show, our review segment, where we use the classic Nintendo Power Review System, which has four categories, each category a possible score from zero to five, starting with graphics and sound. So what do you think about this, sir? I give it a 3.5. Really? Mm-hmm. I give it a 5.0. I don't know why I went so low, to be honest with I you. I just, I mean... Because everything, I, I I really, I only have one negative. So I'm actually, on the fly, revising <laughs> that up to a 4, maybe 4.5. I just, I mean, maybe there could have been a little more variety with the music or sprites, but so, everything looks so good. That's my biggest problem. The sprites, the enemies, there is just so much repetitiveness. It's true. You only fight six, seven things in the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the music, there's only a couple tracks. Yeah. Now, on the other side of it... Everything looks gorgeous. I mean, it is just the pinnacle to me of what an NES can do. It's, yeah, it's really up there. Like, some of the best. Like, the backgrounds, you know, like, it's up there with, like, Castlevania 3 or, you know, and the and some of the best songs, compositions on the whole system. You know, I don't know. I was yeah, just... I mean, they are songs. They have an intro. They build up. They, they make you want to, you know, kick butt and move forward in each level. Yeah, it really, uh, like... Again, I, I had always held this in that esteem. I was like, it's got great graphics and music, but mm-hmm. when you know, I really went back and got into it, I was like, they're really good. Like, Totally agree. Well, I'm, I'm going to guess we have slightly lower scores in our next category, <laughs> uh, play control. I gave it a 2.5. Uh, me too. You know, I thought that it was really awesome. The wall jump is amazing, and this is the the earliest best implementation of it i can i can think of it's yeah it it's fun to do like it makes it's one of my favorite parts of the game is just wall jumping yeah it's just that it's it's just so slow everything kind of moves slower than you really want it to as a batman game yeah and i mean honestly like the hit stun stuff that happens to you is so bad like mm-hmm. it really makes it like there are all these moments where i'm like you know in certain other games like maybe contra or ninja gaiden it'd be like 
oh, you're panicking, but you get out because you do some crazy thing on accident. Right. That never happens here. No, because everything has to be done very deliberately. Yeah, so it's got that Castlevania kind of approach. It pulls you in two directions, kind of. Yeah, and it's like Castlevania to where it's like, yeah, when you go to whip, it's going to be a moment before that whip goes forward. Yeah. But you don't feel like when you're punching, you don't want that. Right. second lead up yeah. and that's that really just bothered me yeah. sometimes yeah i feel you yeah all right next up is the challenge factor i went a little higher this time yeah. i gave it a 4.0 i gave it a 4.5 okay but yes that's because i cheated probably it's super it's super hard uh <laughs> especially towards the end of the game that's just where it gets very brutal but i mean with the exception of the final shaft up that cathedral tower i man it was like i would get to these areas and i'd be so frustrated and i quit and then, you know, I'd come back the next day and it'd be no problem. Like, so it's like, I feel like this game is is very difficult in a certain way that really, like, it's extra frustrating, at least for me, where I was like, like it's just the pacing of it. Yeah, you know, you're yeah. moving slowly, so you can really feel bogged down. Yeah. And I think if you come back to it, that definitely, the refresh. Well, and there's helps. just certain, it's, it's like a puzzle, each screen where you're like, how am I getting through this without getting killed? And mm-hmm. you have to memorize and rehearse it. But you have infinite continues. That's the only reason I didn't give a five. <laughs> Finally, we have theme and fun, and I gave this a 4.5. Okay, I give it a 3.5. Even though it was hard as balls, I really enjoyed almost every minute I had with it. It is. It's it's fun. The enemies are vague and kind of lame. Some of them are just like a spike bot, but whatever. I've right. seen way worse, and it's, you know. I mean, part of that is up. nostalgia for me. But yeah. the other side of it is that as I have grown as a Batman fan and reader of comic books and various you know, comic literature mm. this game feels like a 70s late 70s 80s batman yeah i mean you are in the dirty gritty world of gotham you're not the bat god yet you don't have all your right. you're not flying around in like a spaceship you know wherever you want this is the street level batman oh, yeah, yeah and it definitely feels like it you feel like you know you're working your way through this gritty area and I just really love all of that aspect of it. It's, yeah. There is very few feelings better than the wall jump in this game on the NES. Uh, yes, it is a lot of fun to, you know, it really makes you feel like you're like, I'm a ninja. Like, I'm, I'm better. I'm, I'm I the am Batman. Batman. <laughs> oh, and I would be totally remiss, and I'll, I'll mention it here because it was my son's favorite portion of this game, is that you select your weapon by hitting uh, start, right? Yeah. And in the top corner, it says what that weapon is. Yeah. It shows you a little picture. Yeah. But your fourth option, you select oh, Batman yeah. power. Batman. You are. It just yeah. says Batman, You're where it would have <laughs> the picture of the thing. And yeah. I don't know, for some reason, that, that gave us an endless amount of fun. We're like, uh, I'm switching to Batman. Well, that's what I, I would think when it's like, oh, I want to need to jump all the way up. So I'm using a Batman jump. Batman power. Well, Nick, I'm going to ask you like I always do, even though I think I know the answer. Should you play this game? I think you should, but you should probably cheat. Yeah, I say check it out. Uh, go in knowing that it's going to be too hard in some parts. But there are so many things in this game that are worth experiencing, uh, from the music to the graphics to the animation. Yeah. And if you're a big Batman fan, I mean, come on. It's a no-brainer. Well, And, you know, that's the challenge is pretty out there. But, you know, it's fun. It's doable. I, I haven't done it yet, <laughs> straight up. But, you know, it's something that's like, you know, it's a good challenge if you want to prove yourself or whatever. Yeah, Bill but... can do it. I mean, come on. That's but, all. You got. You got yeah. to try. Yeah. Next week's game will be Super R-Type for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. And remember, folks, if there's anything we missed or got wrong, or you just want to chat, hit us up at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we'll get back to you. 
Now you can always check us out on the Facebook at Cartridge Command. Leave us a thing, whatever it is, a message, a like, Anything. subscribe, who knows. We always update the Twitter universe with our new shows at Cart Command. And, uh, you know, tell a friend. We, we, we like it when more people listen. And that's the main way we get more people to listen because, well, honestly, we're just two guys that make this podcast. We really yeah. have no clue what we're doing outside of the Stumbling. talking about video games. <laughs> so, you know, you tell someone else, maybe they'll listen. That's pretty much um, our yeah. full marketing campaign. Help. Now, we do appreciate everyone that listens to this show, but we must always thank those wonderful fine folks that give to us on patreon.com slash cartridge command. Yeah. It is their help that makes this show financially possible that, you know, gets Nick over into Mic City, yeah. gets us behind these mics and on the air. So thank you. We'll accept every B box you want to give us, <laughs> yeah. even if it's just points. Hook us up. And as always, cartridge commandos, game on. Stage two. Stage one. Or two, two. Stage two, two. Two, two.